You're listening to the Arturnia Archives. Enjoy. You're listening to Tales of the Asteria, an alien RPG campaign podcast. Listener discretion is advised. So, last time, the crew of the Asteria has made it to Bowen's colony. You have cleared part of the facility, uh, colony, found a couple of infected individuals, one of which you have currently tied up, and they were unconscious at the very least the last time you saw them, in a closet outside of the water reservoir, and you killed one in the med lab, who tried to go at you with a syringe. Is that the one that that I splattered with the heavy machine gun? I believe that was the med lab. Okay, yeah. All right, so we resolved that the uh, the syringe that she had does not hold uh, a good copy of the virus that we're looking for. I believe what I had right? said was it was something akin to, like, adrenaline. It was some sort of... Okay. It was nothing sinister. It was just yeah. medical Yeah, it was fairly stuff. benign. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, we've already resolved that that's Correct. not what we're looking for. I'm not going to make it that easy right. on you. And so you are currently outside of the med lab. Uh, to the north is another door that leads to Central Command. And you also know that down the hall, outside of the med lab, and to the left, um, there's another doorway. Another airlock door. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think we did talk about a plan of... Uh, I wanted to go to the fusion reactor because it seems like it's semi-working and either somebody is maintaining it or somebody needs to go toggle the settings so it doesn't make sure everything's okay. And I forget what the other thing we uh, were. Garrett and I were going to go explore to the left. Whatever is down <clears throat> that That's right. hallway. Okay. Alright, well we got our, our handy dandy radios so I'm sure nothing will go <laughs> Great. What could possibly go wrong? By the way, forgive me in advance if I'm yawning. Uh, you know, I'm taking my my lovely little sleepy pills for tonight already. So, uh, understandable. Okay. So, uh, do we know yet where the reactor is, or we're, we're you're still, still looking, for, looking it? for it? You. I was going to say I don't okay. think we have any idea where the reactor actually is. Okay. Okay, so I think we, actually, I, no, I think you I, had, um, sorry, you had narrowed it down that it is most probably up at the northeast, no, west, northwest. Okay. All right. Okay. And I think, I think like the last thing we talked about was before we split up, while we're all together, do we want to hit that command post? And Yeah. We can split yeah, up yeah, yeah. Hit the command post. Didn't we and... hit the command post last time? No. Oh, no, we had not. just we opened the door, actually. Okay. Um, Oh, oh, that's oh, right. oh, yeah, you left, you left, left a, cliffhanger, a cliffhanger, and I forgot what the cliffhanger um, so was. So I'll just I'll reread what I had written for the simple command. So the room okay. is nearly circular, and a large round desk takes up the center of the space, with others lined against the wall. Every single screen is dark, and from the bare light of a single bulb directly above the central desk, one chair moves, as though kicked. That's right, and that's where we left off. Okay. Uh, well, can we shine a flashlight in that direction and see what uh, it was? Yeah, Falcone is absolutely like, he's going to go, all right, better find what moved it. And he's going to start shining his flashlight around looking for, you know, like 
the standard room clearing nonsense. Ooh, everybody go ahead. As you're doing that, give me observation rolls. But if we roll, we might get facehuggers and stress. Facehuggers don't automatically mean more stress. Ooh, <laughs> I got two bush trackers. I guess Garrett's still in the hall. Balcony is literally in the room, like, shining. Now, all of you can go ahead and make the rolls. No, I mean, he rolled so bad, I, he may as well oh. be in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think our standard procedure was Sassy was the one going in first all the time, since just in case something upset us. I don't see shit. <laughs> he didn't even see the chair move. <laughs> Blind as a damn right, so We ain't found shit. Falcone, you're the one with the flashlight, right? You're the one shining the flashlight right. around, like, off to Sassy's, behind Sassy's left shoulder or whatever. Alright, so you start, you're, you're shining your flashlight in, and you zero in on the chair, and you do catch sight of movement just briefly before everybody notices as a man wearing a tattered, what looks like a uniform, uh, comes charging at you with a knife clenched in a fist. I'm gonna pull the trigger. Yeah, we're gonna roll it. You're gonna pull an initiative card is what you're gonna do. <laughs> oh, right. I meant, sorry, I meant initiative card. Did I say trigger? I meant initiative card. <laughs> this just means he doesn't get the free attack on you. Because you did see him coming. And you're able to shout a warning or whatnot so that the others are aware. Alright. So does anybody have initiative one? Garrett does. All right. I have initiative. See you next week. I have initiative three. Um, so Garrett, I know he was <clears throat> watching the hall, so I'm not sure where he is in this. You are you are aware that something is going down because Falcone or Sassy has called out uh, a warning. I mean, it could have been just as simple as one of the two of us saying, oh shit, right? Or an oh I mean, shit. To, uh, to which Fred replied, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's going to, uh, so Garrett will yell out, um, what is it? It's, it's a who, and, not a what. And uh, he will keep watching down the hallway because he's just convinced something's going to come up behind them. Okay. So I guess he'll hold his action for a reply. And if bloody murders a reply, then I guess he'll do something. And Falcone, you said you had three? Yes. Alright, I believe you're up next. Sassy, you didn't have two, did you? Uh, no, I have six. I have nine. Okay. Falcone, your turn. Uh, I think that will suffice for... Oh, no! My turn. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. Uh, I I it's I rolled my attack. I pulled he's the trigger. Up, he's making a panic roll. Oh, I am making yes, a panic roll. Yes, you are roll. indeed making a panic roll. Got a Uh-oh. seven. <laughs> so does the panic I... roll cause our skill rolls to fail automatically? It depends on which one it is. Uh, seven. Oh, seven is actually where it begins to have an effect. 
Uh-oh. So. Oh, situational. Okay. Yeah, it's situational. All right. So Falcone has begun twitching nervously. <laughs> Your stress level and the stress level of all friendly PCs in short range of you, that is everybody, increases by oh, one. Yeah, what do you. When he's shooting that gun, like, dangerously near my head, that's going to stress I, me out. I just want to note that Falcone is the medic who has a calming presence. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now, you Not don't. Right now. So with the sound of gunfire, can uh, Garrett now turn? Oh, yeah. Um, do I hit the the, bad, the creature, the, the person? Yeah, at a seven, it would still uh, succeed. All right, and you got one stunt on that. What are you going to use it for? Oh, um... More bullets. More bullets! You can't increase the damage by one. It's just a guy with a gun. Uh, sorry, a guy with a knife. I'm going to increase the damage. Yeah. So, Garrett, you can take your held action if you would like. You have heard the <laughs> Takata report of full auto fire. <laughs> Watch where you're pointing that thing! <laughs> That'll draw his attention. He'll turn and look, and... See if he has a shot at something. The the person with the knife are they still up or are they? Oh, they're still up. Okay, okay. Um, they they he was, let's say, pushed back by the, well, a few of the shots went through him. He is in fact still going. And as for having a shot, Garrett, um. Given your allies at the door, I'm going to say this is a... I cannot find my difficulty table. Here it is. Um, we're going to call this a hard shot, and you're going to have minus two dice to it. Because you're shooting through friendlies. Okay. Or between, I should say. Please don't <laughs> shoot through friendlies. <laughs> armor piercing rounds, so it's possible. <laughs> I, I mean... I am a field surgeon. Please don't kill each other before I get a chance to do it <laughs> myself. You did it. You do it. You did it. He got success. Nice. All right. One success and two base damage. All right. He is not looking too good. He is bleeding heavily. The remains of his suit are now darkened with, well, even more blood. He has lots of bullet holes in him. Alright, so Garrett squeezes between the two or over the shoulder of between Sassy and Falcone and gets a few shots in, a few bullets in, right into dead center mass. But he's still going. He's he's got a he's got a limp and he's moving a bit slower, but he is still moving towards you. Still clinching that knife. And but now he's spitting blood. Okay, so does he look diseased, zombified, like, or does he look like just a really badly wounded human being? There hasn't been a lot of obvious external signs to this particular disease. He looks emaciated, and the look in his eyes is, like, unfocused. Okay. But at a cursory glance, he's probably infected with whatever this is. Okay. Especially given the number of hits he's taken without he's dropping. Alone. Because these infected are incredibly strong. Stronger than they should be. Huh. So what you doing, Sassy? Oh, well, uh, if he still is coming and he hasn't gone by the time I go, 
Uh, I'll just uh, try and tackle him before he stabs somebody. See if I can't uh, neutralize uh, the threat. All right, go for it. Wow. Do you want to push that roll? Uh, yeah. I've already got three stress. That's fine. If he wants to swing at me, I'll pro- there's no way I'll roll. All right. So, yeah, you... I can block and screw him up. Yeah, you definitely... You try to go in for the tackle, but as his turn is next, right after yours, let's see how he gets out of that grapple. What? So I will try to try to block the attack, if, assuming he's attacking. Do you have a light on? I have uh, lights on my helmet suit, spacesuit thingy. He is going to go after you, Sassy, because you are in his way. Okay, so blocking... Make that panic roll. Uh, I actually got a five because I have nerves of steel. Hmm. All right. Well, you are managing to keep it together. All right. You got one success. You're managing not to panic as this guy's um, drooling blood in your face as he backhands you. Roll your armor for me. Because you did manage to block one hit of his, but he oh got my armor. Okay. All right. Well, I am also yeah wearing armor, and that's not the end of it. In case this doesn't stop it, Oof. no successes. However, uh, I am resilient. What does that mean? Uh, I roll strength. Oh, what? to reduce the damage. And I take off take off one more damage. Hmm. So he backhands you pretty hard. Kind of sends you sprawling a bit. You're seeing stars because that's three damage. Ooh. What, three damage after I took after one off? After you took one off. Owie. No, wait, hold on. Math. Uh, okay, remove that from your blocking. Base damage of two, one stunt. No, two damage, sorry. See, because I, I, I took one off from the block and one off from strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, your bell's been rung. That's happened to me a couple times. Fucker. Uh, I'm going to shoot with my bolt gun. So, I got two stunts. I'd like to do one point of additional damage to a four and knock him back with the other one. All right. So your bolt takes him directly in right there in the shoulder, in the meaty bit of the shoulder, and pins him to one of the monitors on the wall behind him, and he goes limp. You you kill him. He's dead. So... Can Falcone, like, sweep the room with his flashlight to see if there's anything else hiding in a dark, creepy corner for us? Yeah, so you you look around the room, you don't see any sign of anything creeping or crawling in the corners. Could it be said that we are seeing as how we've investigated and now there's nothing else in any creepy, crawly corners that we are in a relatively safe place, or is that too much to ask? I would say no. Ah, uh, well, worth a shot. I was going to examine the consoles and everything in the room to see if there was anything useful, but I got no hits and found Jack. Yeah, on immediate observation, um, the screens at the very least are all, like, trashed. You have put it together already, but these things aren't really fond of light. They seem to have some sort of light sensitivity. Oh, that's why he scrambled away with the flashlight. Um, okay. 
Well, they gotcha. tend to go after whoever has the light. So, like, you've noticed a lot of the... Anything in reach, like the lights in the med bay were all broken. Oh. Now I'm wishing I had one of those really bright strobe flashlights. That'd be nice. Well, I mean... Can we, uh... Can we rig up something using the, the lights here to make a portable... I mean strobe or something? I already have a high beam flashlight in my inventory. Is that what that is? Well, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. What about a light grenade? So the EMP grenades have a power source, so if we take the warhead off Hmm. of those and screw on a light bulb, then we could launch that into the room and have them chase that. It's not a bad idea, like a flashbang. Not just a flashbang, just a diversion. Hmm. So the the light, the really bright light source skitters across the floor and they go after that, giving us more distance. That's actually a pretty good idea. Alright, let me figure out what roll I'm gonna make for it. I was gonna say I don't know what on earth we would roll to build that, but luck. Luck. <laughs> well, instead of using grenades, we can just use like the actual infrastructure here to make something that does the same thing. That was kind yeah, of yeah, the yeah. ceiling lights are still intact, right? It's everything they could yeah. reach. Yeah. Yes. And it would be a lot safer than just messing with grenades. I, I think you should put them down. And <laughs> I got my bolt gun. It's okay. I'm not shooting grenades into any more rooms that we happen to be occupying at the time. How's that? You've already done one too many. (laughs) At least it was an EMP. I would say to make the sort of strobe grenade that Ucker wants to do, that would take probably both a combined heavy machinery and calm tech. Okay. I have both of those skills, so... I'm going to wait in a different room. <laughs> no one wants to be around this. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to be around it, and if you're going to do it, I'm going to rest up for a turn. Well, I succeeded both. Yeah, it takes you a little bit. I'm going to say this takes... Where's my timetables? Uh... Well, he's doing that. Um, is there any way that Falcone could drop like one stress level just kind of like running his thumb over that those dog tags that he keeps with him and just kind of just you know deep breaths sort of thing well isn't that if we just take a turn you know five minutes to rest isn't that what happens you lose one stress gain back one health that is how stress works damage yeah I was just looking at health. That's, uh, that's how health works. Uh, page 98. Yeah, I'm on it. You can recover one point of lost health per turn. Yeah, and it takes about a turn to make one of the strobe grenades. All right. So you don't have to so. interact with your uh, personal item to do that. Um, it just it just gives you the bonus point. Yeah, it does give you right. a bonus, but reminder, you can only interact with your personal item once per game session. Right. I've. This is the first time I've interacted with it all game at all. So, um, yeah, I'll take it. I'm not going to interact with my personal item. I'm just going to enjoy Falcone's calming presence and make my strobe grenade. 
because now it is relatively safe. We're resting. He's making a grenade. Uh, I mean, that came out wrong, but <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> that does mean that everybody else in the room, everybody other than me. No, I I, I left the room. I do not want to be anywhere near. So Sassy's basically on oh. um, watch for the. I went back like to the. Uh, Okay. So that means that Garrett and Ucker both uh, lose one extra stress in addition to anything else they would normally recover. So it takes one turn, so five to ten minutes, to create one of these grenades. Um, however, I think because you stunted on both of those, you got one stunt each, you can make two in that first turn. I'll make two then. All right. But I'm only going to make the two. So I I want to keep the rest of the EMPs as EMPs if we decide we ever need them. Fair. All right. Do we want to check out like what's in here? I would love to check out the door to the left. Then yeah. So you you get the door open. It's it's not even a it's not even an airlock. It's just a normal like internal door. Um, it's a very small room, and as it is, it can't comfortably hold more than, like, one, maybe two people. Um, it's got a large desk pushed against the back wall that's been piled with books and papers and data pads. Uh, the wheeled chair in front of it is empty. Other tables against line the wall to your left and right, covered in microscopes, soil samples, and other monitoring equipment. And projections of the ongoing terraforming. Otherwise, the room is empty, and it looks untouched by whatever disaster wreaked havoc on the rest of the colony. No, Falcone, why don't you busy yourself in here and see yeah. if they uh, research the virus well? For sure. Uh, what would I need to, right off the bat, just um, off the cuff, does anything catch my eye in here? I mean, I'd like to spend some time researching that kind of going through the material in here anyway, but just... Right off the right off the bat, does anything catch my eye? Um, everything I just said—that's what you get right off the cuff. Does there appear to be a functioning computer in this room? Yeah, you you look for a minute, and there's there's a terminal that's shoved in the corner beside the desk. You kind of have to almost sit on top of the corner of the desk, because like the corner on the right hand wall and the one on the back wall like meet. And the terminal is in that little bit of space. Oh my god. <laughs> Whoever the scientist was maximized the hell out of the use of the space. It, is it possible to turn that computer on or is it just busted like everything else we've seen? No, it does turn on just fine. Like I said, this place seems like it was untouched by any of the individuals whom are infected. I would like to see if I can, you know, find any logs, find any, uh, you know what I'm talking about, any indications of what happened here. Let's make that a contact roll. Can I assist in the contact roll? Please. It's a very awkward positioning, but yes. <laughs> I will assist. You get one more die. All right. So one success on the contact. That's fine. Um, so you, it takes another, we're going to say it takes another turn to go through all of this. You're kind of skimming through it fairly quickly, actually. Yeah. 
You're skimming through. A lot of it is results based on atmospheric data and soil data, soil samples. A lot of it, most of it, in fact, is related to the attempts at terraforming. Um, you do find, like, a personal... Most people would call it a journal. This just seems like a bitch diary. A bitch diary? <laughs> uh, just complaints about, you know... Susan's eating habits, the uncleanliness of other people not keeping their spaces neat, and at which point you kind of, like, look around the space, and <laughs> maybe it's organized to somebody, but it just seems like a lot of clutter shoved in a small space. I'm feeling very called out right now. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm calling out myself, too. <laughs> and there are some mentions of deliveries and with, from Wayland yutani mm. um, But there doesn't seem to be... There's no mention of any disease or outbreak or infection, anything like that. Okay. Um, I'm going to relay that to the rest of the team, just like, hey, so like, I browsed this computer, but... You know what's really weird about this is there's not a single mention in this lab computer of the outbreak of anything that happened here. It's almost like it either got wiped or just never got entered in the first place. Or something that got delivered uh, brought it in. <clears throat> or it, or uh, it could have during, been so sudden. Yeah, During that turn, I'm going to start my uh, split in the party. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, anybody not involved in that, so anybody not Falcone or Ucker can also spend that turn either relieving stress or... Uh, I'm gonna yeah, like go through here this way and start looking to see if we can find fusion reactor or more information. Alright, yeah. so you're heading north. We're gonna take right or left. You're pretty sure it's to the left, wherever the reactor is. Okay, well then. Left. In fact, I might have been wrong because I decided how this was laid out relatively recently. That right corridor, you're actually surprised to see it because there was no structure visible when you flew in. Okay. That seems like a clue to me. That definitely seems like a clue. Well, let's check out the fusion reactor, and if there's, like, a secret base, that uh, looks like that's how you get into the secret right. base. So, sorry, the, the hallway to the right, mm -hmm. is that descending like it's underground, and that might explain why we didn't see it, or is it just... Yes. No. Oh, yes, it's descending. Okay. All right, so the hall north of Central Command. Sassy, are you going alone? Are you taking Garrett and or Katie? Take Katie. Take Katie. Uh, the hall going north. Yeah, so Garrett and Katie. Okay. All right, so the hall is dark as pitch. There's not even the glow of emergency lights in here. Okay. So you pause at the airlock, listening. But everything beyond is as silent as it is dark. And you manage to get the airlock open with... No trouble whatsoever, and you do notice it branches left, and then very shortly thereafter it branches right. Well, if left is like the signs of infrastructure, or like literal signs say fusion reactor that way, that's that's the way. 
Uh, yeah, so Garrett will check the hallway to the left, shine his light down there, and then we'll move up ahead and check the one going right. Yeah, so the hall on the left keeps going beyond the... Well, you've got an actual flashlight, or is it just the helm light? Uh, actual flashlight. Alright, so you're, you're able... Your light, uh, it turns, uh, and, I mean, you see a corner fairly from distance down there. Okay, and then we'll check the to the right up ahead. Yep. The hall to the right, it's not quite as long, and it terminates in an airlock. And there is a sign, or writing on the wall down there that does say, uh, cargo storage. Cargo storage? Mm. Uh, is the airlock sealed? Yes. Well, we have storage down that way. Yeah, let's go to the left, check out the fusion reactor, make sure what's going on there. All right. Cargo ain't going anywhere. We'll head left. All right, so as you continue on the hall, it feels like it goes on for miles. You know it's not. But with the silence and the near-complete darkness uh, and your nerves stretched near to breaking... It feels like it goes on for much longer. And then you meet that corner that your flashlight showed, and shortly thereafter it turns left again. Or the first corner turns right, and then it goes left again, so you get like a 90 degree angle there. Is this uh, like a vehicular passageway? Was there like any cart could have hopped into? Mm-mm. All right. I'll keep trudging along until... Yep, and then another long passage. Everything's still silent. And then you come to another airlock. And this one, again, opens without too much problem. And so, this portion of the colony seems to be... It's like a series of short, twisting halls connecting different rooms. And if it weren't for the writing on the walls, it would probably be quite easy to get lost in here. Does this look like uh, residential like cafes and sleeping bunks, or what? what is going on over here? Uh, which way are you going? So you've got two halls um, to the right. Did you say there was things written, like directions? Yeah, so on that wall, the first branch to the right says refinery. And then you can also see writing for hangar A and... The reactor. Uh, reactor is what we're looking for. So follow those signs. To get to the reactor, so so you get to hangar A. The hangar itself is about two thirds the size of the hangar that you entered. Okay. And it actually feels nearly claustrophobic because there's a vehicle that's been stored in here at the moment. Um, okay. You two go ahead and make me observation tests. Sassy, make that panic roll for me. But it's nice and quiet and calm. For now. <laughs> I got a three. Yeah, you're fine. Alright, so you do notice... Sassy, at the very least. As you enter the hangar, you do catch sight of movement that tells you you're not alone. 
Mm-hmm. Moments before another one of the, let's just call them infected, crawls out from beneath that vehicle. Is this a spaceship or like a ground vehicle? It's a ground vehicle. It's a, it's like an ATV. In the meantime, we're going to go back to Falcone and Upker. You all found what information you could from the system. And then you kind of, you radio back to the others. You come out of the science bay. What did I call that? And they're gone. <laughs> Again. Well. Oh, we told you we were going to the. And then, yeah, you remember. Oh, yeah, they said they were going to go find the reactor. Well, if they went to the reactor, there's more hallway to the left. I'm guessing they went that away. Why don't we go right and down? Because, you know, nothing ever bad happened in a creepy crypt underground when a base with the random virus. But we do have really big guns. <laughs> so. And strip grenades. And grenades. So, yeah, the hall does dip rather sharply, actually. Um, and it leads does lead to a room beneath the surface, as you expect when you catch sight of the hall and realize there wasn't any large, noticeable buildings over there. When we get to the end of the hall going down, I'm assuming there's a door. It is an airlock. It's an airlock. Mm-hmm. Okay. I look at the airlock. I look at Falcone. So... We have EMP grenades, we have frag grenades, and now we got strobe grenades. I say we crack the door, toss in a grenade, close the door, wait for the boom. Which grenade do you want to use? I mean, if you're going to ask me, my preference is frag. Okay. Let's crack the door, toss in a frag, close the door, and wait for the boom. Then we go in. (laughs) I like it. I'm 100% on board here. So that's what we do. Okay. So you go to open this airlock, and this one actually sticks. And so you rent, you pull just a little bit harder, and you do get, like, a couple inches. But along with that, there's a loud screech that echoes throughout the space beyond. You pause, because... For a split second, you're not sure. Was that just the metal on metal of the airlock or a crazed disease colonist? And so you wait a bit longer. You don't have quite enough space to throw in a grenade at this moment. And just as you're setting yourself in, planting your feet, getting ready to heave it open the rest of the way, an answering shriek echoes from across the room. Both of you take a stress. Definitely tossing in the grenade now. 100% the frag. Alright, so you... The door slides open with one more good heave. And you toss in your grenade. And we heave it back closed as best as we can and wait for the boom. (laughs) Yep. You do indeed. There is a muffled explosion beyond the door. And then... Silence again. Okay. So I say we open it again, and this time we throw in a strobe grenade 
So if anything didn't get pulverized, it chases after the strobe. You guys do, once you got the door open the first time, it it moves quite a bit smoother. As you open it a second time, see the scorch marks on the ground, but you're pretty sure that you tossed the grenade farther than that. Do you pause or do you just toss the strobe grenade? He tossed the strobe. strobe. (laughs) Yeah. All right. You toss the strobe grenade, and this time, you toss the strobe grenade. Do you close the door immediately or just leave it open? I mean, at at this point, I'd say, yeah, leave it open because we want to be able to see what the strobe grenade attracts. Yep. You toss the strobe grenade in, and it does not go as far as you would expect. Uh because it bounces off a a wall. Well, it looks like a wall. Oh no. And rebounds back towards you a a little bit of a ways. (laughs) Well, we should have seen that coming. And then the strobe goes off, and it's now pointed at you. Yeah. Oh! Well, we've just flashbanged ourselves. Let's give it a minute. (laughs) So let's go back to the other two. You guys have a crazed colonist what you are currently facing safer than our teammates that's for sure what are your guys's initiatives garrett what did you get i got one i have four all right well that last guy uh, proved to me not to take him lightly so uh, i'll just uh you do a two-hand overhead uh, smash with the uh, wrench as he's crawling out from under that thing and if i can't just hit him right in the head all right go for it Oh, I completely forgot about Katie. Garrett, I'm going to say she acts on your turn. She looks to you for... Okay. No orders, basically. Seriously? That's worth... uh, Oh, I can't even push it because it's a facehugger. Right? Correct. Make your pinnacle. One. Yeah, you're fine. Um, But you did get one success. Yeah, one whole hit. And your damage is one... Alright, so your wrench comes down with a squishy thud. But it does not seem to slow him down. Yeah. As it is his turn next. Alright, well I will fast action the block. Roll the close combat for that block. Come on. How am I getting facehuggers every time with two stress? <laughs> Uh, still only five. He gets you in a grapple. Alright. And so you drop your weapon, and you notice he actually had a similar-sized wrench clinched in his fist, but he went for a grapple, and so you both have dropped your weapons. Alright, well, I c- we can uh, do a headbutting contest. I got a helmet on. I think I'll win. And Garrett. Um, shooting him's probably a bad idea at this point. It would be a difficult one. You would take a minus two to the roll because he is currently grappling uh, sassy. Uh, I'll tell you, shoot him. <laughs> shoot him. <clears throat> sassy wearing armor? Yeah. Your guys' suits are armored. You guys are all in your aviate. Oh, I should be making you make air supply rolls. Oh. Uh, did we need air supply? I mean, the air in here was good enough to breathe. I thought we... I believe you guys were paranoid about the virus being airborne. Oh. Yeah, you can take your helmet off if you want. I'm not gonna. Yeah, to the best of my knowledge, nobody had told me they were taking off their helmets. 
Okay. Uh, it's a difficult roll. Oh boy. Yes, it'd be minus two. Well. All right. I mean, he's gonna sh he's gonna try shooting him. Here we go. All right. So you manage to squeeze off a few rounds, and maybe Sassy twists just at the right moment, or maybe you're just better than you think you are, because you do in fact hit him. Uh, and so that damage is two. All right. So yeah, he takes a few shots. You take you take a few shots, and he, well, takes the shots. All right, Sassy. You are being grappled. All right, so can I, can I try to like rib punch him while I'm grappled, or I, I, all I can do is try to break out? The only action they can perform is an attempt to break free, which is a slow action that succeeds if the opponent wins an opposed close combat rule. All right. Seriously. Wow. How is that even possible? Wow. I mean, real panic. Not that you One. even can panic with your minus two right now. Alright, so you got one success, and he got one success, so you did not manage to break out. You are struggling and trying to get the upper hand, trying to get his arms off of you, and it's not, you're not, it's not going anywhere. Well, so long as we're in a draw, it's still a win while other people are shooting. On his turn, he's gonna headbutt you. Um, because you are being okay. grappled, this cannot be blocked. Right. Uh, roll your armor. One damage. Nope. Not yet. I'm still oh, a yeah. tough bastard. <laughs> Ser- wow. What the fuck? Seriously. Oh gosh. <laughs> Damn, dude. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> even on a, even on, a, yeah, even on the highest roll, you don't panic. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, no, Just wait. don't it take another on the stress highest. Die. Actually, it would on the highest because that would put you at. Oh no, wait, that would still be eight, which would reduce you to six. So yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one damage. Yeah. He headbutts you and leaves a smear of bodily fluid and maybe grease on your helmet. Yeah, that's just gross. Garrett. Uh, he's gonna squeeze off another round. Sassy does not two? look like he's having a very good time. Yes, minus two. Ugh. Would you like to push it? Alright. We'll push it. So I add the stress before rolling or after? Yes, before rolling, because you add the stress die into the reroll. Two success. All right. Hit the stunt. What would you like to do with that stunt? Can I, like, knock him prone with it or something? You can inflict an additional point of damage, pin down your enemy. Not sure if you can do that with a pulse rifle. Um, you can exchange initiative score with your enemy. Because you, it's about positioning. Um, if I can break the grapple, I'll do that. Otherwise, I'm going to exchange position. So, your target drops 
a weapon or another handheld object, or your opponent falls to the ground or is pushed back. So I would say you could use a stunt to make him drop the grapple. Okay. Yeah, like shoot him in the arm, shoot yeah. him in the shoulder. So, face damage. Yeah, would he fall to the ground? I mean, they were technically on the ground scrabbling, uh, kind of, well, oh, wrestling, okay. grappling, but you can shoot him and as such that it breaks the grapple. He's focused now on the person shooting him. Okay, so he's broke the grapple? Yeah, so the grapple breaks. Right. He, he kind of releases Sassy and turns around to look at Garrett snarling. Now he's going to tell Katie to shoot him. Uh, okay. All right, so we're going to go back to Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Or thing one and thing two. <laughs> we're waiting for our senses to return. <laughs> I mean, pretty much we're going, holy shit, we're blind. <laughs> so yes, you have currently blinded yourself with a strobe grenade and are still currently finding it difficult to hear properly after the Let's let's slam the door shut. Can we can we do that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we we pull the door shut and kind of wait for senses to return. Medic oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> so you give it a few minutes. And eventually you get your ears to pop and the lights that have been flashing in your vision even after the door shut uh, start to fade. Hi, REM PCs. It's me, REM Alternus, and I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to our Patreon backers. Seriously, your support makes all of what we do possible, and we are all extremely grateful for each and every one of you. If you aren't yet a Patreon backer, you can head over to www.patreon.com slash to check out the different tiers and rewards we have available. All Patreons get access to our podcast releases a week early, get their names in the credits of our live streamed shows, have first dibs on any casting calls for new games and shows we produce, and more. Once again, you can join our Heroes Hall at www.patreon.com slash remalternus, and thank you all again for listening. Now back to the show. Okay, so... There's a wall there. Well, we've learned more than that. We've learned that there's a wall on the other side of that door, which probably means some kind of corridor or something, because, you yes. know, rooms are not typically as that shape. Right, right. And there's nothing in the room, because if there was something in the room... It'd be pounding at the door, right? At minimum. I would like to correct that in that there is not an infected that has visual sight of the strobe grenade. Um, good point. Well, we just wasted a strobe grenade. Um, <clears throat> we did, but we have EMP grenades. Yeah, and they don't like those very much either, <clears throat> if I remember right. 
I don't think um, anybody likes pretty it. Pretty much really much. pissed off the last one. Yeah. How about we open the airlock and go in and to the right and, and see what... Okay. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So you guys do enter and <laughs> you step through and you realize that actually the room could probably rival the hangers for size, but it's very, very cluttered because massive cargo containers fill the space, creating effectively a maze. Oh. Uh... Because you're in cargo storage. Okay. So you. You, your assumption at this point, seeing what is all in here, it likely opens at the top with some command, and then they drop storage containers into here after they were delivered. Or after I they were emptied. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't think what we're looking for is here. Oh, we know that the, the science lab computer didn't have any record of an outbreak. Um, aside from, you mentioned uh, GM, you mentioned something about a shipment coming in from Wayland yutani Yeah, there was there was mention of multiple shipments at various times. Of, there wasn't really an itinerary in there. Okay. So... Um, so I figure it was... It was something incoming that had the virus, not necessarily something that was born and bred here, you know? So, so it might be in one of these containers. Exactly. Yeah. Who's got the lowest mobility out of the two of you? Um, let me see. I've got... Total dice pool. Mobility. I got mobility. a two. I have a three. So lowest well, dice my- pool. My mobility is a two, and my agility is a five. Oh, oh! I have zero mobility and three agility. So literally three. Falcone, roll mobility for me. All right. Oh no! Can I push that? You can if you wish. <laughs> I I think I'm gonna push that because I'm terrified of what you're gonna throw at me. Let's see if there we go. That's better. All roll right. your panic, please. Oh, there's the eight. There we go. What's an eight again? An eight is you begin trembling uncontrollably. All right. All agility rolls are made at a minus two die penalty. Oh, son of a. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well. However. Oh, cool. You do manage to keep your movement fairly quietly. Now, observation. Okay. Um, I've got a total of six. So what's observation based on again? Wits. I got a zero and a three. Go ahead and roll me that observation there. Roll panic. You're keeping it together. Nothing seems amiss in here. You don't see... There's no infected. What did you do with the flashbang... Not flashbang. The strobe grenade. Did you have those set on a timer? Yeah. So they run for like a minute 
and then turn off because that should be enough to draw okay. anything. So yeah, you don't. There seems to be no movement in here aside from you. You don't hear any signs of anybody moving. Nothing seems to be stalking you. But we heard a screech. You did. We did hear a screech. There's something in here somewhere. It's like a maze in here. At this point, I'm wishing I bought flares. I mean... Mental note, when we get back to the space station, I'm buying flares. You know what we could do is we could just leave and close the airlock and go catch up with the other two and then come back with a full group. Good idea. We should do that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> We're doing that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys chicken out. All right. <laughs> Not a problem. All right, so we're back to Garrett and Sassy. Sassy, you are up first. The infected has been has released you, and is currently facing Garrett. All right, all right. Well, if he's got his back to me, I'm gonna try and grapple him, put him in a full Nelson. Let uh, Garrett right. keep shooting. Give you. me unarmed or close combat. That is. All right, two hits. So you can do your damage and, as a stunt, grapple him. All right. That is the plan. All right. And that deals one base damage, right? Yep. I have non-infected strength. He is grappled again. And now it is his turn. He's going to attempt to break the grapple. Of course he is. But he cannot. Roll your close combat, Sassy. Can I just narrate that instead of rolling? Oh. That, that's Would a you like one. to push that? <laughs> uh, that's a push, yeah. Okay, well, your three we successes beats my one. So he does not, in fact, break the grapple. And Garrett, you and Katie. All right. All right, light him up. So now... He, they're they're grappled again, but yeah. sassy. Uh, because sassy has the upper hand, we're just gonna we're gonna make this instead just a minus one. Okay. Because he's got a bit more control, but he's also <laughs> still grappling him. <laughs> Take another shot, then. I believe you can aim as a fast action to get dice. Well, I rolled a hit. Any already. Alright, one hit, and base damage of one. Alright. Hold on, sorry, that was the wrong gun. The roll is the same. The roll is the same, it'd just be two damage. Unless you want me to. I can roll it again. But... Up to you. That'd be a plus one in the swing. Of... Yeah. Let's try this again. A one. Alright, so base damage of two. Oh, hey! That is actually enough to lay him out. So... Blood splatters all over Sassy's suit. But nothing penetrates, so you're good there. But you're now holding a corpse. This is what decontamination showers are for, just saying. Well, uh, I'm gonna find, uh, a rag and at least clean off my visor because he like 
smeared something uh, on well, it before. Well, you find a rag, but it's like covered in oil. Grease of some kind. Looks like he might have been working on this vehicle, actually. What do you mean working? Like, like actually yeah. working on it? In his crazy oh, state? Oh, not in his crazy state. Probably. At some point. Okay. Maybe. Gotcha. Well, is this like the other hangar where there was a workshop? In the yeah, that's what's corner? on the left there. Yeah. Would be his workshop. Oh, yeah, you find a roll of the, like... Shop towels. Pa- paper towels. But the shop stuff. towels, yeah. So, yeah, you're able to find something to wipe yourself down with. And... A few minutes later... Well, if, we, yeah, if we're gonna take a turn to rest, up. Well, thing one and thing two appear. Hi, guys. Uh-oh. We found the cargo bay. It has a lot of cargo in it. Looks like a maze. There may be a scorch mark on the floor. Just ignore that. And there is something living in there. It's right, screeched. Well, unliving. Living? Living by proxy? There we go. <laughs> as far as they are still alive, these are not undead zombies. <laughs> okay. Did, did, did we get a chance yeah, to you rest get a before chance they arrive? Yeah, you would get a chance for at least one, um, one turn okay. in. Okay. All right, so... So you can reduce one stress and heal one... Well, <laughs> unless you wish to interact with your personal items. Uh, no, actually, sitting on two stress is a good place to be. Double Except for huggers. when you're rolling <laughs> even on two dice every time. Then it keeps you from pushing. Uh, all right, well, I think we're close to the reactor. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Let's, uh... I promise. So you weren't able to search the cargo area? Well, it was kind of a loud screech. So we decided it would be best to go back as a five-stone. Did you let whatever was screeching out? No, we closed the door behind us. It's still in there. All right, well, let's press on to the reactor. Yeah, so you do find the reactor just north here of the hangar. Um, it is in one piece working as expected it seems to be functioning normally uh, so either somebody has been maintaining it or it was built really really well right, so is there a way to restore normal function to the rest of the complex from here uh Everything in here, you check the terminal. It doesn't look like one of the infected got in here because you're still able to boot it up. The screen turns on fine. All right. The reactor reads fine. So, given that you think maybe if any of the terminals had working screens in central command, you might have been able to do something there. But the reactor's fully functional. Okay, so Joyner, I thought I remembered something about where the infrastructure was offline. It was just emergency systems, or was that not a thing? Yes, it was mostly emergency systems, okay. but it does not seem to be because of a malfunction with the reactor. The reactor says it's at full power. Is there is there like any diagnostics I could do to find out why power isn't going everywhere? 
Um, go ahead and make... Somebody can make a comm tech roll. Somebody else might want to make one. Mine was a bust. Okay, got a success. Alright, so Frederick, like, Frederick steps up and starts starts doing things, and then Sassy just kind of pushes him out of the way. Slap him away. No, 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 no. No grenades. (laughs) One does not launch a grenade at a reactor. That's dumb. Run a quick diagnostics check, and... The reactor does. The reactor says its output is normal. Okay. However, looking a bit deeper, you do find that the draw, the amount of power being drawn from it, is not what you would expect for a colony the size. And actually, it's maybe a bit high. High. Weird. With a stunt, I would tell you more. <laughs> Yeah, well, I didn't get a stun. Well, it's it's worth a push, maybe, but I had to decide before you told me. That's fine. I mean, if you want to push it now, you can. I'll push I, it. I think it's, I think it's worth knowing. There's Sassy with the stunts. All right, so that does seem odd, because from everything you've been seeing, nothing is drawing the right amount of power. Like, a lot of the lighting is off. The refrigeration was... Di- oh, wait, you didn't go to the mess hall. Um... Something was weird. Somebody. So you dig a little somebody deeper. Somebody left the door open and the AC on, and we've been ACing the whole planet. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd know if the an airlock was open. <laughs> so you dig a little deeper, and it's not exactly like a schematics or um, not schematics map blueprints of the it's not it's not like a map or anything but you're able to find information of where exactly power is going to and it does seem like there is an underground structure hey. that is drawing most of the power hey that's what we found mm, it's probably not cargo storage it seems it's drawing a lot can of can i trace trace it through uh you know, power rerouters and, and to see, like, where that's physically going? Yes, but ask me again next week. <laughs> that's the next part of this. Okay, that I so we know where, wherever it is, that's that. Wherever you are, you are able to trace wherever it is, where it is coming from, yes. And it's actually not too far away from the central, the colony that you are. Oh, oh, so it's okay. Yeah, it's not actually physically attached to this part of the colony. But it is drawing power, so it was wired in. So everything over here is... Like, this is all the refinery up here, is that right? Yeah, that's okay. that's the refinery. Right. Um, it's... And can I tell what all this is? That... Oh, wait, that's the, that's the workshop, actually, I think. So, uh, uh, okay. So, bear... Right, well. So, so bear with me here. We be able to yep. to reroute power just to turn the lights back on. Well, that's what I was trying, and apparently it's not going to be possible. Uh, you would have to do that probably through the command center, because the reactor is working is fully functional. There's nothing going on with the reactor that you can fix. All right. Okay. Well, do we want to? Go check out whatever your screeching friend is. Yeah, let's. Yeah, let let's go figure out and kill what screech because 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure that thing doesn't want to talk to us. Uh, is the walk over there going to count as a rest, or would you, do we got to like stay more restful than that for a rest? For regaining stress and health, or reducing yeah. stress. Yeah. Um, for every full turn spent resting in a safe area, secured from enemies, as far as you know. We've been back and forth through these tunnels a few times, so they should seem safe. Yeah, and yeah. as far as we know, the the only yeah. enemy with access to where we are is locked behind an airlock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. We'll say it'll take one um, one full turn for you to get from one end to the other. Alright, and do you want us to roll air because you haven't been? Yeah, go ahead and everybody make me an air supply roll right now. Air supply. I have them on my uh, hot tunes list. Oh no. <laughs> you lose one air. Goodbye, air. Yeah, everybody's doing pretty good, except uh, Falcone seems to be a little panicky. <laughs> Can't imagine. You have managed to stop trembling, though. And we do have uh, that one air canister we found. So if, so if somebody gets yes. critical, we can yeah. patch them up. You guys make it to the door to cargo storage. Okay, so... I'll open it up, all you guys with guns, get your guns ready. I'll open it up and stand to the side so something can run out. It's a maze in there. Like, literally a maze, cargo containers stacked one atop each other, making a maze. We gotta open the door before we can get in there. I am gonna point out that I'm the guy with the head gun. Come on, me taking lead on this. I will open the door and stand aside so you can shoot right through it if there's who knows what screeching right on the other side of the door. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Very happily get out of your way. Yep. Yeah. So the door opens without too much issue. And you do notice the scorch mark that uh, Ucker mentioned right there. Pretty close to the door, actually. Um, And you notice what the remains of a grenade, a frag grenade, probably, that made the scorch mark. <laughs> I just shake my head. <laughs> and yeah, it does immediately, almost immediately, like there's a few meters, and then it hits a what's quite obviously a storage container, a cargo container. Much like you picked up from here, well, from orbit around here. Way back before episode one. Considering considering the screech that we heard, I think splitting up is a bad idea. All right. Well, I didn't hear it. I'll trust you. All right. Definitely should go in together. Are, are you familiar with Irish folklore, Sassy? I'm familiar with Irish coffee. Okay. Close enough. Think Banshee. Like, ghost woman screams in the moors. Whiskey and cream and the coffee. It sounds kind of good, actually. But not buggered. Okay, so how? So tell me, how are you going about this? Are you being quiet and trying not to be noticed as you're looking for? Well, if we're moving around through darkness with lights, that's that's a non-starter. To be so, we may as well be loud. I was gonna say Falcone's got his high beam flashlight. He's 
you know. Comet lights on and forward. <laughs> We're standing out like proverbial sore thumbs. About the lights, so it is like a maze in here. So unless it's a straight shot down from you, it's probably it's not going to see the light at all. Right. That was yeah. That's kind of what Falcone's figuring is is better to have it than not because it's not going to be real visible. Right. But that's why I ask: Are you going about this quietly? Are you trying as to be stealthy? quietly as we can in giant spacesuits? Well, I, I was thinking actually the opposite. I can just bang right. on. Uh, uh, the containers with my big wrench as we go and just draw it to us. That's one method. That is a method? Sure. I'm not even gonna do any rolls for that. <laughs> um, you guys, it takes a minute. You guys it's are... Like, ring the dinner, dinner bell. Yeah, it's very... Most of them that you hit seem to be empty. They, they just kind of ring hollowly. Um... Like... And then, Giant bells of doom. Yeah, and then you hear that <sighs> ungodly shriek. <laughs> that is way less pleasant than Irish cough. Isn't it? <laughs> and about a minute later, you guys, like, round another corner, and then down... Really? Say, uh... 15 meters down a straightaway... There's a... Is it, like, trapped in something? If it's if it hears us and screeches and it doesn't come to us, that's interesting. Well, she's not just standing there. She has been um, moving. And, like, you heard the shriek from far off. And then now... Got it. Different layer, Alright, you... It looks like... Maybe a scientist? Of some kind? Maybe, like, a medic? You're not... It's hard to tell with the tattered... Um... The tattered uniform and the fact that she's charging you and we're drawing initiative cards. (laughs) Makes it a little hard to get details. I'll point and say, there she is. Alright, Falcone, you're first. Alright. Oh, jeez. She did not, in fact, draw one. And roll my attack. That is a lot of successes and one panic. Alright, let's roll that panic. It's a six. Alright, you're managing to keep it together. You take a few deep breaths, a few calming breaths before you pull the trigger, and holy shit, dude. A lot of... That's three stunts, right? So, yep. Damage, 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 damage. More. Damage. I was gonna say theoretically, <laughs> I could just load up on that and just do six damage, right? You can. That is yes. exactly. I want. I want to turn her into cheats. <laughs> so three base damage, three stun snakes. It's six damage, and that is exactly enough to drop. Yeah. So you, she shrieks. It takes a bit longer. You do hear, like, you hear her movement just barely over your own. Sassy's banging on the uh, cargo containers to get her attention. Then you round one more corner. She's there. You're there. She's rushing towards you. And Falcone just, like, steps, but he was near the front, so Falcone just levels his pulse rifle. Yep. 
and and just obliterates her. Lights her up. She didn't even make it like half the distance towards you before she's just a mass on the ground. Nice, nice job, Falcon. <laughs> sort of. I want to ring the dinner bell again just to make sure. <laughs> Good call, you, Nothing calls. No, that. no latecomers to the party. Okay. Mm, nobody's Ugh. late for dinner. I'm gonna. Falcone's gonna walk up to her and just kind of like toe the corpse a little bit, and I'm gonna turn back to the rest of the guys and say, "I think I got her." <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it. You do notice now that you didn't before. She did have a knife in one hand. What, what kind of knife is this? Is this like this for like from the cafeteria, or is this like a combat knife, or what do they got? This is probably one from the cafeteria, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say because like a lot of them are using knives. I was so. gonna say, why did they all have like, knives? Where are they getting all these knives? Yeah, where are they getting all these knives from? It's better than shotguns. True story. It, am I medically expert enough to be able to like confirm that whatever she had is? like what stage of the disease she was in and see if I can pull any useful info about the disease from... Oh, no, you have no idea what stages this disease has. Well... Uh, Avine might have a better handle on it given how long she's been observing cats. Cool. Okay. Alright, so this is the uh, cargo area that they've been getting Wayland yutani shipments from. Yeah, well, I mean, you did know that this was a Wayland yutani sponsored colony. Okay, so it's not it's not weird that okay, never mind. It's not weird that they're getting Wayland yutani so, right. um, deliveries. We know Wayland's involved because they keep popping up. Mm-hmm. Maybe what we're looking for is in one of these containers. Well, they they got some kind of secret base that the reactor is fueling. I'm not. I don't think we're seeing any signs that uh, there's a secret base in here. I mean, we can probably finish a sweep through here and just completely rule it out. What about at least opening one or two of these containers? Because Falcone's having flashback nightmares back to when they opened the first container, and I just want to make sure there's not a whole lot of you know. I want to make sure these these ones are. Well, Sassy's banged on a few of them. Yeah, most of them have sounded empty so far. Sounded empty. So let's continue to bang on them until we hear one that doesn't sound empty, and then we'll yeah, there we open go. that one. And then toss a grenade in and then close the door. I'm good with that. <laughs> That's all so, right, though. If we're looking for a sample, maybe a grenade isn't the best idea. Oh. Uh. But if there's a sample, it's probably going to be at the secret base. I mean, that is how these things tend to go, right? True. But it here's my thought process. Yeah. And what I'm thinking is, whatever this thing is, it probably involves Petri dishes or glass vials, and those don't survive frag grenades very well. So let's not do that. All right, so are there, like, forklifts or whatnot around through here? Like, because, like, how? Yeah, so as you start looking, um, you do make it a bit further into this area. This is a very 
big space. But you do find, yeah, there is... Because like, if, if this is where they, like, the whole colony is supplied from, there's got to be a way to move cargo from here to the rest of the colony. Mm-hmm. You couldn't really fit one of these out through the airlock. That That's more... You wouldn't bring it inside. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, from what you were able to see when you flew in, there had a couple. There were a couple of um, like construction sites out on the surface, and also you know they had to get soil samples and everything for their terraforming. So you're pretty sure, based on you know your lived experience, that this would be it would open the roof. Let's say would open, and they would lift in or out whatever they needed. So. Like the uh, the food and, and all, all the supplies of the colony would come in through those that space dock. Yeah, they would probably be dropped in one of the hangars, and then when it was emptied, would be transferred to the storage. Because you couldn't leave these out on the surface with the... It would eat through the metal. Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be anything of interest in here. Well, let's not wait around for the cannibals. Let's... Could you tell where the other base was the reactor was feeding? Yes. Well, why don't we why don't we go to the since we're fairly close, why don't we go back here and see if we can't restore the colony? Well, okay. Get the, get the lights back on and We still have one more area right there that we haven't Yeah, that we haven't explored yet. We'd go through here anyway, so while we're here. Yeah, so Yeah. Hit here, turn the no, lights on. That makes on. sense. Try to amp up the lights. Or get the the security cameras back online. Maybe we can just look from here if we. Yeah, there we go. I like that. Yeah, that's idea. a good idea. All right. All right, we'll do that. So you get back to the central command, and you start looking at the screens and monitors and terminals. The screens have all been smashed. It seems like even the minimal light that they gave off, oh. uh, the one that got trapped in here, didn't really like it at all. Oh, you're killing me. However, if you take the... say, scavenge the screen from the science lab that was untouched, um, with a comtech roll... Yeah, we'll just make this one comtech. You'd be able to... Um, it's gotta be some unbroken screen somewhere that we can just yeah, jury rig something Yeah, you're up. able to cobble together and Frankenstein uh, I was going to say, do you mean a Comtech roll like the one Falcone just made? Look at that. Yeah, I believe four successes will do it. And yeah, you are able to get it plugged into the central desk uh, terminal, and a, another Comtech roll to actually get into the systems because everything, at least from central command, is definitely password protected. Like the one I made? did get one success on a contact roll, so that's... We do manage to gain access to most of the base. Or the colony. Oh, Coney is absolutely going to fist bump uh, Mr. Ucker there. And you look through the security cams, and you see both the hangars, the fusion um, reactor, cargo storage has a couple, but they don't really have good angles on anything because storage. Hmm. You see yourself in the couple central command containers. I wave at the camera and then look, try to see myself waving. Then I look back and wave again and then look real quick to try to catch myself waving. So, do we see any cameras in the that area down? Yeah, so you do catch sight of a mess hall. Um, it's 
pretty obviously a mess hall. Let me see. What is the mess hall a mess? Uh, so it does look like there's probably a couple lights still on in there. There's something still left on the tables. It's not really a mess. Where do the people live in this colony? There doesn't seem to have been any cameras put in any living quarters. Well, I mean, just like they gotta be somewhere. Is is is, is that yeah. the the area we're going to next week? No. No, it's just down the hall. We hadn't gone that way. So housing, uh, if you're looking at the map, housing is off of the mess hall. Uh, like these these pods are housing. Yeah. Yeah, those pods are housing. And then there's also you do catch sight of a recreation center. There's some um, plants, some lights that mimic the actual sun not the scorching outside as well as there's a gym area in there it's it's a recreation center all right well if there's no sign of like this is where survivors have holed up yeah you don't see any sign of those i i I think we just need to uh move on to when approaching mess hall open door toss in grenade close door wait for boom go in room we don't even need to go down there Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing there's nothing in there we need, right? Like, yeah, there, the the odds of the virus, the, the source virus being in there, yeah. compared to the underground base drawing all the power, is pretty slim. Astronomically, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Yeah. Hey, what is? So I think we're gonna go to the underground base. It's not on the map. <laughs> yeah. All right. Want to go back to the spaceship, resupply, reequip? Okay. Uh, do we need to go back? Like, what are our air resupply or air supplies? We, I'm sure we can scavenge that from any of these workshops. I mean, back to the ship, sleep, rest, de-stress, fill up on air, water, etc. You know. Is that what I sound like with the rest of you guys when I fuck off? Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what you sound like to us. <laughs> So if you want to head back to the ship, and yeah, if you head back to the ship and take the time, you would start next week with a clean slate, no stress, no injuries. You guys want to take that? Uh, that sounds good. Eight wheeler back to the ship. Ooh. If it works, sure. So yeah, you you look at the eight wheeler. It's the Daihotai eight by eight ATV. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it was a sweaty ass walk back out here. If I. You know, you no, guys... Yeah, it's a good point. No, uh... Go... Somebody give me an observation roll as you're looking over the ATV. I'm good at that. Maybe. Ooh, look at that. Nice. Alright. So it's very clear to you that the hull is pitted and pockmarked, and you're pretty sure that's from contact with the atmosphere. Uh-huh. Um, you're able to tell that someone has started patching the worst of it, but didn't quite finish. So it would take a little bit of work to make sure, um, or if you don't care, she would last at least the trip to the your ship, for sure. Well, well, we, we, we care that it lasts at least to the ship. Yeah, it would, it would last that. And I mean, you have your suits, yeah. even if it wasn't quite... Alright, so I, I think that that's a couple interesting clues we just got there. So I want to clarify... Is this like the accumulation of a long time's worth of exposure that they only are just now fixing? Or like one trip out there does this kind of damage? 
It would depend on how far the trip was and how long it was out there. You're pretty sure, given that you were able to walk from your ship to here without that type of damage to your suits, it wouldn't have been short jaunts. It might have been... Right, that's what I'm getting at. If, if this was like one trip's worth of damage, I mean, th- this thing went out for some kind of super long trip. Yeah, it would either be have been out there for some time, or this is just... It needs repair after so many trips, and so... That might tell us, wherever this base is, maybe that's what they use to go to the base, and it's a long-ass ways off. And the other thing is, if this guy turned into the zombie, like, right in the middle of doing repairs, that's a clue as to how fast this thing works. Yeah, good point. See, I I think we should, yeah, just get this thing back in good shape, and uh, I think this is going to be our friend. I think we're going to need this car. No, I agree. I think you're right. Let's call it heavy machinery to get this back in tip-top-ish shape. All right. You do manage. It takes a bit of work, but you do get the repairs completed. I mean, they had all the tools and whatnot necessary to repair this thing like a hundred times over. Are we going to be able to, like, drive the car into our cargo base so we don't have to leave it outside? As a matter of fact... Yeah, shit, you would right? actually have... Yeah, yeah, you actually have... Your cargo's, like, empty right now. Once we get the car uh, back in good shape, we'll just drive it to our ship and drive into our cargo bay. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to Tales of the Asteria. The GM for this game was Ava Rogers. Garrett Hall was played by Nathan Carver. Bob Karinsky was played by Virus JTG. Frank Falcone was played by Brandon McKenna. And Sassy Diaz was played by Hal Nelson. Background music is by Dark Fantasy Studios. And sound effects are from Zapsplat.com, Dark Fantasy Studios, or Krotos. This podcast was edited and produced by Ava Rogers. You've been listening to another fine tale in the Alternia archives. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to our archive. So, until next time, take care of yourself, okay? Goodbye.